0: Welcome to Fitness Business Secrets. So today we're going to be covering the mindset traits needed to grow in December. So we get a lot of excuses from fitness business owners um, that it is tougher to grow in December and Look, whether it's tougher or not, and more often you just get a few more sales objections and definitely time stall objections as well. Um, So it's where the real creme de la creme of sales like really, really rise to the crop, which is actually the same in any industry. I believe, Brad, we're about to go through a recession. Is that correct?
1: We're already in the recession, Jimmy. We're
0: already in a recession. Okay. So um, in times like this, it's where you've really got to master your mindset, but more importantly, master your sales processes. But first of all, we got a gift from our good friend, James Buchanan over in NZ, the Luminex camera. So if you see Brad's screen with the clapping. Now, Brad, you only, the Lumina camera, Brad, you only got this camera today. What, what are your first thoughts on it? You look very light. There's good lighting there. Do you have lighting in the background? Or I
1: have, have no I have camera? no lighting. It's, it's, it's actually weird. So it came little Luminex. I've actually been looking at this online. It's been all over my socials. And then James Buchanan reached out. Hey, I sent you a gift. It's been coming for months. It got lost, but it finally arrived. So I've set it up. It's got every filter that essentially a every I suppose function a normal DSL camera would have but yep. it's a little tiny AI webcam. And do you just put it on the top of your laptop just has Did a little you know, um, a little stand on top of your laptop that just goes on there or it can be screwed into a, a tripod whichever you like um, but it also comes with this awesome like little emoji function off the side <laughs> where you can put live things up on the screen as you're recording and things which is really cool. Um, I like are, i'm a guy that likes technology but i'm a bit useless with it so super easy to use That's so cool. james buchanan That's thank you very much great gift
0: thank you james if you, my, my address if you need it but getlumina.com <laughs> guys it looks pretty legit i'm probably going to get one maybe we being don't me, have a probably... discount code guys this isn't a sponsored <laughs> sponsored ad it. um and last if jimmy sends me a, a free one guys you might see you know, discount codes going all over. So um, no, thank you, Jimmy, for that, for giving Brad that. Um, I've actually got this like massive DSL camera. Hey, it's like a a Sony A7. It's just humongous. Um, So I might get my hands on that, especially um, for when I travel and things that looks absolutely fire.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Let's bridge in um, to actually growing December. So Brad, based on like your experience back when you owned a fitness business, um, were you? What was your mindset around December and things like that? Did you? Were there some years you grow grew, some years you didn't? Um, what were you kind of thinking around this time of year as a, a fitness business owner? I think the biggest the biggest
1: thing, and this goes in in sales in any aspect, you know, in December, a lot of people have their I suppose mind taken up with Christmas, and that's where they're investing lots of time and money, and it's somewhat. You know, fitness can go on the back burner for a lot of people where my mentality was like, there's always opportunity to grow in every month, every month of the year, there's always opportunity to grow. It's just about coming up with a strategy and a game plan that's going to allow you to do that. When you know there's holidays coming, you know, people are thinking about other things. So you just need to adapt your game plan to suit.
0: Yeah. So that's the big um thing for me. And guys, I was kind of, when I first started as a fitness business owner, I was like a very casual fitness business owner for like two to three years. And we definitely didn't grow in December. And I'd say like, you can't grow in December, you know, all these kind of things. Like I'll save my marketing until January. And it wasn't until we moved to like a new, we have like a 109 square meter facility. And then we moved to a bigger facility in October, and we started to bleed cash because what we did, Brad, is we used all of our personal money to fund that facility. So yeah. you're buying squat racks, you're buying weight plates, you're buying the flooring in a gym is absolutely crazy the first time you buy. It. Anyways, so I was looking at my p It's like, you know, August, loose 13K, September 26, October 30. We are just bleeding. The p was looking absolutely catastrophic. And it wasn't until that December in – it was 2018 where – I was so scared for my life that we're losing so much money that I actually just made a decision that if we do not grow this month, I am in a lot of like personal trouble financially. Um, And thus was the most amazing December of my life and the most memorable for sure. But it just made me prove to myself that you could grow in December, but it was only because the pain was so massive. Otherwise, I'd still probably be saying, Hey, you know, put the queue in the rack, you can mark it in January kind of stuff. So, um, that was a very painful time, but I was so glad I went through it um to be able to grow in December.
1: Yeah, and it, it really comes down to like with what that fact's like if you if you think you're not gonna grow in December, you're right, you're correct. If you think yeah. you are gonna grow, you're also correct. Because when you have that that shift of oh, we're gonna grow in December, you you start to figure out you you pretty much know what the objections are gonna be that you're gonna come up against. You're gonna come up against time. People are having holidays, they're going away, they want to spend more time with their family. And it's price. It's it's they are investing in Christmas presents, holidays, yep. those sorts of things. So when you look at you know your marketing strategy, how am I going to market a strategy that's inviting through December, and then how am I going to make my package something that solves these problems for my prospects so they can get started in December? And this is where it's like oh we you know we make our clients train five days a week and do this and do that. If someone has a holiday planned. It's not a good fit for them from the start. So you have to know what you're coming up against. And this is why it's so important that your marketing, your sales and fulfillment
0: all aligns with what you're trying to achieve at different parts of the year. Yeah, I think, guys, the biggest thing, if you want to grow in December, which I'm assuming if you've watched this far along that you do, is do not turn off your marketing in December. So that's like the first thing. We can talk about offers, all those kind of things. But if you turn off your marketing in December, firstly, it's harder to turn it back on and get momentum again in Jen. So you've just like shot yourself in the foot somewhat, but make sure that your marketing consistency, whatever marketing that you did in September, October, November, make sure you keep it up in December. And then you just want to make sure that the offer matches the market. And one of the big issues, Brad, do you see um, offers around your area, like locally in Facebook, where it's like train for free and stuff like that Have they started? Already started, yep. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and Black Friday, Cyber Mondays, when they all kick off. Yeah, and look, guys, is so. Firstly, generally, we don't love paid offers, especially extended durations. We did, you did embody consultants. You did a free seven day pass. That was Max, was that right? We 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 did a on the website, yes, but we never yep. marketed it. Yeah, and we we kind of did the same. We had a free seven-day pass, which we used to give out to people from a website organically and things like that. Um, But we generally didn't like those long-term free based offers. But let's talk about the sales first, if it's okay with you, Brad, before we go into marketing. Say if they do a free based offer, which could be, you know, train for free in December, don't pay anything until January, 28-day free transformation challenge. How do they actually make that work in terms of collecting a little bit of cash so you're not running cash flow negative and also converting people?
1: Yeah, certainly. I think the biggest thing here is with these trained for free offers, no matter when you run them throughout the year is you're trying to help them solve their problem first and foremost. And as fitness professionals, we know, you know, seven days, 14 days, 21 days, 28 days, that's not long enough to truly help someone achieve their goals. So if we all agree with that, then we can move forward. But for me, it's about the, in December, you're getting them to commit to a 6, 12, 24-week program come January 1st. So it's like, hey, you're going to get a month for free in the Provaso that you commit to six months in in January to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. And then you're trying to collect some cash essentially to help them actually make the commitment. And I just call it a commitment bond to secure their spot in January. And for me, it's trying to collect enough money to cover the ad spend. So it's not about taking lots of money to pocket it and have a great Christmas. It's just about making sure that I can cover the amount of money I'm putting back into Facebook so I can keep spending to generate more leads through December. So this is where it's really good if you understand your cost per acquisition. So let's say, you know, you're paying $25 a lead, you sign up one in four leads, for example. So, you know, it's $100 essentially you would need to collect to make sure that you're at least cash flow neutral. Um, through December to make sure you can keep driving people into into your facility.
0: Yeah, and guys, that's just like a basic, you know, kind of sales process. And obviously, Brad's very confident at sales. And what I kind of say to our guys is, one, you need to collect some type of cash up front um, for the commitment, obviously, to cover your ad spend. And the duration off the back that you're selling in terms of commitment, guys, you're the one that has to justify that to the prospect right? So our rookie salespeople in the IC will sell a two-week to four-week commitment. Is that what Brad will do? No chance, right? He's very committed. He understands his sales process. He's also incredibly confident as well, as you saw how that rattled off his tongue. Um, So he might do a six-month or even a 12-month commitment. But as your sales confidence increases, that will just become easier because it's a very fair exchange. Like if you give someone 28 days free in exchange that they commit to you for six months. I feel like that's a a pretty fair um, arrangement off off the back of it. How do you feel, Brad? Yeah, definitely. And that's why
1: I'm always like, you know, you should be going 24 weeks ideally off the back end of it. And this is, again, it's about once you understand the fulfillment of your program, the client's results and those sorts of things, 99% 99% of people listening to this either on Facebook or on the podcast want to not only help their clients get results, but also maintain those results. So yep. to do that, no matter how much they've you know, had five kilos to lose, it's still going to take you at least 25 weeks to help them lose that five kilos and make that a new sustainable lifestyle for them it takes that long to build the habits. Yep. So that's why I really like the, the minimum sort of six months off the back of it with the month for
0: free. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair, guys. Um, but what you're justifying within that process, you as a salesperson has to think it's fair. If you think it's fair and you think it's an amazing deal, then you'll sell it with a lot more conviction. If for whatever reason you don't feel like six months is fair, extend it out for a year or bring it down a little a little bit closer um, because as your sales confidence increases, those durations that you're selling packages will just get longer and longer and longer.
1: Definitely. And, and I also th- think that just quickly, that the the cash flow that you're collecting... Is a made-up number, right? It's a made-up number. So if you set out as a team, it's like, hey, we want to collect two weeks' worth of membership, which is roughly hundred dollars. Yeah, that's fine. But if your team haven't got the sales ability, they you know, people are tight with funding or seeing this constant objection where you're losing sales, you can make that fifty dollars if you need to. But you want to collect something for the commitment. And this is why you know, some people may want to also collect more if their sales ability is better. But don't be hard and fast on oh, it has to be this amount, especially if you're using organic marketing where it costs you nothing to acquire leads. Any payment for a commitment is a win. Obviously, if you're doing paid ads, ideally you want to cover the ads cost you but that's not a hard and fast rule if you've got a bit of cash flow in the bank and you can sort of float yourself for a bit that can work and sales ability will all come down to to justify that for yourself
0: and your business based on your own circumstances and then on the marketing side of things guys you want to be focusing on overcoming people's objections within your content um so brad what are a couple of the objections you feel so what would one be like i'll wait till january would be yeah, the biggest big thing problem. is it,
1: it's I'll oh, wait till January, but that's not the objection, right? The objection is I don't have time, mm. like that's what they're really trying to say. So it's a it's a time based objection. I don't have time, but I will have come January, and I yeah. think in December and you know, all throughout the year you should be tracking what your main objections are, so you can get really good at understanding how to overcome them. Because especially in December, they're not so much objections; they're more so concerns. It's like, mm. hey, I, the program sounds great, but I'm super busy. Like every weekend, I've got a Christmas function or I've got something between now and December, birthday parties, whatever it may be. Come January, my calendar's a bit more freed up. I'm probably going to have time. But it's also, okay, it's time, but they also don't want to commit to something they may fail at knowing yeah. they have all of these functions and events on. So mm. this is where like, okay, yes, it's the time and how do I overcome that? again, customizing your presentation to suit. But it's also how do you get them to set themselves up for success throughout December, knowing they have all these events. And Dylan and I spoke on a podcast the other day, sometimes through December, it's not about getting your clients amazing results. It's about minimizing the damage that they would normally do if they weren't aware of their health and nutrition and what they're sort of doing. So, when you sort of speaking to your prospects, it's like, what are you going for results in December, or are you going for minimising damage? But really, you're like loading them up to slingshot them into the new year, because you know we used the analogy the other day. It's really easy to continue to push a car if it's already rolling, compared yep. to pushing it from a starting stand. So if you can get them making some small behavioural changes and being somewhat aware of what they're drinking, what they're eating throughout December.
0: It's going to help them launch into the new year. And like on a content, guys, you know, a lot of the stuff we would cover would be around how to eat and drink with a little bit of freedom while still maintaining or losing a bit of weight. Um, Why people who are really motivated don't say, I'll get started in January. Um, And really just kind of focusing a lot as well around 2023 goal setting. Because it's kind of like within, you know, I guess flow of what they're about to do. Um, but then just making sure that in your paid ads that it's really matching the offer um, that you want to do. Now, Brad said something really um, unique before about getting your content to overcome objections. Now, um, Brad, have you followed Eli Wild much? You know, Eli? I have followed Eli for a while. Yeah, I did a course with him and uh, in his um, part about marketing, which he's a sales guy, it was really, really good. But it was all just about how to overcome objections within your contents and you don't get them on the sales calls. Now, do they do much of that in any or is it all just straight closing? It's all just straight
1: sales in regards. To, I don't speak a lot about marketing, but again, a lot of it sort of rolls over in what you would do on the the pre-call and things like that, moving, you know, helping people move through the process. And yeah. I think with the, the, you know, the pre-handling of objections. Again, if you know you're constantly getting time objections, for example, you want your content to speak about, you know, how your workouts are efficient, how they're only 45 minutes. And you look at places like F45, for example. Hey, we're effective, high-intensity workouts, we're only 45 minutes. You know, do three sessions a week. You look at, um, you know, Nine Rounds, which is now UBX or Ubox. They're no set class times, come in and get it done. So they're pre-handling lots of these things in their marketing to to give them the brand awareness,
0: but also the solution to the problems that they get quite a lot. Um, and, mate, just finally, if you for someone watching along or listening, they really want to grow in December. You know, it's been a couple of tough years in the fitness industry. What bit of advice would you give them so that they could set themselves up to be as successful as possible?
1: I think the biggest thing, is, like you've, the first one is like, make sure you're marketing, first and foremost. Like, you have to be marketing. The second thing is being aware that people are busy throughout December, probably more so um, than busy their lives can be somewhat chaotic because they have all these extra functions and things that happen in December. And we know that from our own lives, like our own lives somewhat have more functions and things happening in December. So you need to be super efficient, actually getting on the phone, calling your leads, getting them onto consultation and helping them quickly. But also understanding it may take you a bit longer to get them onto the phone because they are busy doing other things and not giving up early because you can't get hold of someone?
0: Well, for our listeners, you don't call a lead a bad lead until you've called that lead twice a day, texted them and emailed them for five days, plus called them once a day, texted them and emailed them for another five. So until you've done that, we don't want to hear that you've got bad quality of leads. So once once you've done that, once you've done the 35 points of contact, regardless of what month it is, then what can they say, Brad? 35 points of contact, they can say what?
1: I haven't got a hold of this person yet. They go into my long-term might, nurture.
0: <laughs> you might be able to say, hey, I got 20 leads and I did that with all of them and none converted. Then I'll cop that you've got bad quality leads. But until then, there's going to be some justifi- justification around that you haven't followed your leads as much. So we've got to be better at that in 2023 as a fitness community. And guys, my advice, um, just based on my experience, is... If something becomes so important to you that there is no way that you're not going to grow in December and the pain is so big and you're willing to do so much work, like that month where we grew in December, I was following up leads on Boxing Day while I was eating prawns and watching the cricket with my grandfather. Would I prefer to have just sit there with him and had a beer? Yes. But it was a non-negotiable that I grew my business, right? And you've got to align. If something's really important to you, you've got to look at how much work are you putting in to align with that goal, right? It takes 10 times as much work as what we all think it is to actually achieve anything. So just make sure if you put in the hours, even if you don't have the best strategy, even if you're not as good as Brad at sales, but if you outwork your competition, you will outperform them 99.9% of the time, especially in the fitness industry, because you're not dealing, your competitors aren't total savages where they've got some unique mechanism that's so different to yours. It's the same shit on repeat. So just outwork your competition as much as you can, and you will absolutely dominate in December. I mean, I think the big one there is if if you don't want to grow in December, that's also completely
1: cool. fine. That's fine. But, just be but honest with yourself. And, don't sit there and complain about it. Yeah, you have to be honest with yourself. So, again, Jimmy, you, you just mentioned you know sitting in there having a beer and eating prawns. You could have done that. And that would have also been completely fine if your business is in cool. a great position, but you can't sit there and complain about it. So this is where I'm very big on like, you know, the mindset, taking ownership of your actions, especially as you a know, business owner or the, you know, the sales guy in your business, even if you're a coach looking after clients, take ownership of the decisions that you're going to make around this time of year. And it's okay if you want to take the foot off because things are great. That's fine. But take ownership of it. Vice versa, if you want to grow, this is a great opportunity to do so. Well,
0: it's like that quote, right? Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So like if you work really hard and go hard in the paint, I'm probably going to think your business is going to grow. But if you decide to have a little bit more time off, spend with the family, recharge, not work as much, that's cool. But your probably business isn't going to grow as much as what it is, especially if you don't have sales and outsource marketing. Um, So the big thing which I love that you brought up, guys, is just always be honest with yourself in life and don't expect something without working for it. And also if you're chilling, just enjoy chilling and you know, still you've still got to market a little bit though. Otherwise it'll really mess up your marketing and Jan. just turning everything off. Um, but either way, the ball's in your court of what you guys want to do now.
1: Definitely. And it's the same thing we tell our clients, right? And quite often you know, in the fitness industry, we sort of <laughs> tell our clients one thing and do something different yeah. ourselves. But it's like, hey, don't, don't sit there and go out and eat more food and drink more beers than you know you should, and then complain you've gained weight, right? So take the same thing as, as a business owner. You it, can't expect to not do the work and, and get the result.
0: Like that, we'll finish off with that quote. I really like it. It's from Brendan Machado. In his High Performance Habits journal, I used to love it is if you were your own high-performance business coach, what would you tell yourself? So, Love it. you know, and it just helps you sum up so many things because we all have the answers in our head more often than not. Um, but you'd act as, if you were business coaching someone else who had a fitness business, what would you tell them to do? And then go and take action. Thank you so much, guys. We hope you have an absolutely incredible no- end of November, early December um, period, and then you know we're in hunting season—January, February, March—which is uh, you know somewhat easier um, to grow. But you've got to make sure you keep your marketing and sales flowing in December, so you keep that momentum up a little bit, like sport. Bye, bye, guys. See you, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the description below, there's a link where you can join our free Facebook group where we produce longer form content and give away valuable resources to help your fitness business grow. There's also six of our best downloaded resources. So go below and check it out now. And guys, we make these episodes for free free for you. Make sure that you've taken notes and you're ready to take action. And if it added value to your life, to your business, please share it with someone else in the fitness community.